I'm all about the good vibes, the good vibes. We bout to have a good time, a good time. Leave my problems all behind, all behind. We living out the good life, the good life, yeah. I ain't gotta worry about a thing. Oh no. Had some obstacles I overcame. Kenny Clutch on another episode of the Clutch Vision Podcast. I have a very, very special guest in the building today, Miss Chelsea Wagner of the National Cancer Pediatric Foundation. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this woman here has been, uh, you know, growing with us, following us, and we've been following her as well too over the past year or so. And she actually got Christian in his very first talent show last year out here in King of Prussia, PA. What's going on, Chelsea? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Yeah, thank you for coming on. So how are yeah. you guys doing? I know that you're, you guys are working from home right now. So what, what has that experience been like so far with, you know, the change in, in the climate, I guess? Yeah, it's been different. We've definitely seen, um, unfortunately, a decline in people supporting foundations yeah. right now just because of everything that's going on with the pandemic, which we completely understood and we expected. Um, we're just trying to bring awareness that, you know, these kids that are going through cancer, being in quarantine and away from the world is nothing new to them. Yeah. Um, when they're going through treatment, they have to stay away from everybody. So we're just, you know, trying to bring awareness that this is an everyday life for a kid battling cancer. Um, 43 of them are diagnosed every day. And we just want everybody to understand that we still need your support. Research must go on. And we want to find a cure for this. So Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And so so give us a little bit about your background and how you got into um, the foundation. Yeah. Um, so actually, I am a pediatric cancer survivor myself. Um, mm -hmm. I was diagnosed with a really rare form of bone cancer when mm -hmm. I was 15 years old. Um, like you yourself, I was actually a dancer growing up my entire life. I was a ballet, lyrical, you know, more contemporary and... Um, I was out in LA on a scholarship dancing at the edge and my leg just gave out and I couldn't walk. They thought I sprained my ankle. Um, I came back home to Florida and found out that after lots of testing, lots of MRIs, I mean, you guys are not new to that. You understand this process. Right. Um, they found out that I had a really rare form of bone cancer. There's only 200 known cases in the world at the time. This is 2005. I'll tell you. Right. Um, and there was no treatment plan for the type of cancer that I had. Um, they, the only option at the time was amputation. And to a 15 year old child who danced was my world, that yeah. wasn't an option. Like I found a doctor who was going to take a chance and he was going to do an experimental treatment with me. And um, luckily it worked, you know, it took a few tries. I had seven different surgeries throughout high school. Yeah. Um, but now I'm able to walk again, dance. I can do everything that I did prior to it. And it's all because of research and um, experimental surgeries and treatment and advancement in medicine. And that's why I'm so passionate about, yeah. you know, working with kids with cancer and funding research and finding yeah. a cure and better treatment for these kids. Wow. So, you know, now 15 years later, here I am working for the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation, getting to work with 
wonderful families like you and Christian yeah. and um, I'm just so blessed to, to be here and um, have this opportunity to speak with you and kind of raise some more awareness for pediatric cancer. Wow, that's amazing. So what, so what was that like, you know, finding out that you had a rare form of bone cancer, like mentally, what was your, what was your drive to get to push through? As in, in your 15 as well, too. So yeah. Like, you know. It was a very, looking back on it now, I can appreciate what I went through. But at the time, I was very angry. Mm. I was very wise, why me, you know, type of mentality. But I was also very determined. They told me I was going to go back to school in a wheelchair. And I was like, absolutely not. I will not mm. go back. So within two weeks, I was on one leg, on crutches, working. Like, I was determined not to be the sick kid. Because back then, no one really, no one talked about pediatric cancer. You know, it wasn't a thing. Like, kids didn't really get cancer. Yeah. No one spoke about it. You know, it's become more you know, more aware now of days, but back then, you know, I was just the sick girl in high school and I hated that. I wow. hated being known as the girl on crutches, the girl who almost lost her leg, you know? So that really drove me to be, you know, not the sick girl. I tried so hard to cover it up. I didn't really talk about it back then. Mm -hmm. You know, mentally, I didn't accept it until probably like seven years after it happened is when I really came to terms with everything when I was in college and um, my sister kind of pushed me to start telling my story and sharing it and not wearing jeans every day and covering up my scars. It was, it was a hard thing to come to terms with. Yeah. You know? Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and for you, so like for your family like that, cause I know as a parent, you know, I, I haven't had cancer, but as a parent, you know, I, my son, obviously he went, he went through cancer, which is why I'm wearing orange today, guys, which is, uh, representing for, for leukemia, you know. Yep, I love that. But I know as a parent, it was a difficult situation, you know, especially because you have to do so many different things with your family and stuff like that. How, what was your parents, you know, how was, what was their mentality like during this time? So as a 15 year old, I was obviously very self-absorbed <laughs> and I was only really worrying about what, how I was feeling. But now that I'm an adult and I meet families like you and the, see the, what the parents go through and how yeah. you guys feel so helpless, like you can't do anything to help your child. Like you would take on this illness for them if you could, yeah. you know, yeah, and absolutely. I appreciate, I have such a wonderful relationship with my parents now because I appreciate my mom was she slept on a cot for months at a hospital next to yeah. me, you know, yeah. she's a teacher. She gave up working for as long as she possibly could before she had to go back to work. And, you know, it was, it was really hard for them, but they did such a good job of staying positive for me and really trying to lift me up. And my sister was in college at the time when I was diagnosed and every surgery I had, she had to come down because she was my match for like blood donations and everything like that. So she had to sit in the, in the waiting room every single time I had a surgery. And, wow. you know, I appreciate it so much now. I wish I could go back and be nicer and more appreciative to him during yeah, all yeah, of it. But, yeah. you know, um, my sister- Better late than never. <laughs> exactly. My sister's my absolute best friend. We've now, we've lived together for three years. Um, we do, we're attached at the hip, honestly. But it was because of them that I honestly was able to lift myself up out of this negative headspace that I was in. I was, mm -hmm. I was not happy. You know, I, I definitely went through a depression for a couple of years. I, mm -hmm. my whole world was dance, you know, I thought right. I was going to go on and be a professional dancer one day mm -hmm. and that was just taken from me. So, right. you know, it was, I had to get used to what's my new path in life. I had to find my new direction and, 
you know, luckily I did. And I was able to pull myself out of that rut and really appreciate life now. Like yeah. more than anything, I'm, I'm so blessed to be here. And I'm so, you know, happy that I have um, this job where I get to help kids go through something that I went through. Yeah. Um, and I truly am a firm believer that things happen for a reason, Absolutely. even though I think cancer is terrible. You yeah. know, it happened to me to put me in this place where I can work with kids like this. So, yeah. you know, I'm lucky. Because I had you had to have like, you, you kind of like had to have the experience in order to get to this position right now, because it'd be hard for you to probably understand and grasp, you know, fully had you not, you know, Absolutely. gone through that. You, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, and, and, and that's what I mean, like, sometimes I, I preach about, you know, people, um, they may have a passion for something, but they didn't really necessarily go through the struggle or trial and tribulation in order to propel that, that passion. So you, sometimes they may be working within the wrong passion. Like, it's like, I'm passionate about basketball, but I'm not going to go out and try and be an NBA player. You know right. what I mean? And like, it, it's a difference. So we have to be careful and really hone in on you know, truly, what is it that we are supposed to be doing, you know, in life? And mm -hmm. you're dealing with other people's lives as well, too. So, like, it's a really, really big deal. Now, you guys with the with, with the foundation, you guys have, um, uh, you know, how long has this, this foundation uh, been around? Since 1991, so 29 years now. 29 years, wow. Mm -hmm. and so how, how many kids have you guys helped? Do you have, I don't even know if you have a grasp on that. <laughs> at this it's thousands now at this point right. which is it's amazing but you know now that we're national it's just gonna gonna keep happening and we were just you know for the first like 25 years just a local right. tampa-based organization and now we've been able to go national and our reach has has definitely grown a lot right right so so i i remember us speaking um about this earlier where you said that um, a lot of the funding that goes to pediatric cancer or whatever, it's kind of a low percentage. Can you talk yeah. a little bit? Yeah. So with the government funding, only 4% of the billions of dollars that goes to research goes to actual pediatric cancer research. Uh -huh. So every, a big mantra that everybody says is our children are worth four, more than 4%. Absolutely. And that's why NPCF is here. We're here to fund the research that the government isn't going to fund. Like projects that wouldn't get off the grounds, we're here to fund those groundbreaking projects. So we uh -huh. will find a cure. And, um, you know, we work with 24 different hospitals across the nation, doctors, researchers, and it's a collaborative approach. So any findings that all the doctors, um, you know, find, they have to share their information with one another. Right. So that's why we're hoping that this will help us find a faster cure, because we have hundreds of amazing, brilliant doctors working together on all of this research. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So, so only, so only 4%, which is that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, cause you, when you really think about it, like, you know, that's really not, 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 not a lot at all. And all the, the millions of kids that are going through this right now, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, what about us? You know, exactly. it, it, it reminds me of that, that, that Michael Jackson song. They don't really I love care that about song. us. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, cause I'm thinking about it in, I'm saying to myself, like, you, you say that 43 kids are diagnosed every day. And that's just in the U.S. That's not just in the U.S. Yeah, that's just in the U.S. So wait, so wait, 43 An kids. An entire, like, two school classes, pretty much, of kids are diagnosed every single right. day in the U.S. So, so that's, so you, so we're talking about 15,695 kids per year. That's that good are, enough. <laughs> that are diagnosed with cancer every day. 
Uh-huh. And, and the government funding is only funding about 4%. So, so do we not care about the children? Because they simply are the future in the future exactly. children now. I mean, that's our whole, our, that's our whole message is, right. you know, our, the kids are our future. So why aren't we investing more in them? I mean, obviously. And this is no, di- this is no diss to any adult or whatever that, that has no, kids. No, absolutely know, but just, not. Just to be clear on that. Guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously more adults do get cancer because it's a bigger, the, right. it's, it's from 18 to 100 years old. You know what I mean? So the range of age is a lot larger for adults right. than it is for kids from zero to 18. Um, you know, we're just trying to advocate and hopefully, you know, one day maybe they will give more funding towards pediatric cancer research. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's the, the goal, the end goal. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So tell us about the campaign that you guys are doing. Yeah, so right now we have a 43 challenge going on to bring awareness to the 43 kids who are diagnosed every day. We're asking people to do honestly anything with the number 43, 43 push-ups a day, uh, walk for 43 minutes, or run for 4.3 miles, ride your bike for 43 minutes, um, draw 43 inspiring um, cards for kids with cancer a day and send them to the hospitals or bake 43 cookies for the nurses at the hospital, the doctors, just anything. And then post about it on, on Facebook, you know, do the hashtag 43 challenge, hashtag NPCF. Um, just, we really just want everyone to be aware that this, pediatric cancer is a lot larger. It affects a, lar- lar- a larger group of people than, um, you know, than anyone knows, because unfortunately, a lot of adults, they don't want to talk about it until their child is affected. You know what I mean? No one wants to think about their child ever having cancer, which I completely understand, yeah. but it's, it's happening and yes. it needs yeah. to be. I think we should um, push, you know, more parents to, to speak on it. Um, I believe that, listen, number one, there's nothing to be afraid of, nothing to be embarrassed about, because at right. the end of the day, you know, people, there are people that have a heart in this world, you know, believe mm-hmm. it or not, there are people that have a heart in, and I'm, you know, my family is, are the, we're the beneficiaries of, of that as well, because at first my, my wife and I, we weren't going to say anything about, you know, Christian and, and him having cancer, mm-hmm. but look what it turned into, you know, people are being uh, blessed all over the world just by the positive message that we're, that we're spitting exactly. out here. Exactly. And exactly. And everyone has a story to share, you know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. And you shouldn't be ashamed. It's not your fault that you got cancer. And at first, that's how I used to look at it. I'm like, right. why was that? Why am I sick? Why? But it's like, I have, if I can be a beacon of hope for anybody, if it's one person that my story can change their outlook yeah. and their view on life, then, you know, I won and, and I've helped somebody. And that's all I really care about is, you know, helping, yeah. especially children. That's that's what For I'm sure. most passionate about. So. Sure. so, so dealing with this, with, with the pandemic right now, what advice can you give to um, parents and those that are fighting pediatric cancer right now? Um, obviously stay inside. <laughs> because their stay. immune systems are obviously affected. Uh, yes, because their immune systems are completely affected. They're the most susceptible to this, to this disease right now, to this virus. Um, right. So stay inside, but just have fun. You know, yeah. if, if you're going through this right now, you know, start sharing your story on social media, start being, you know, give it, putting it out there and letting people really understand what your family is going through and, you know, let them know that this virus is serious and that, um, especially for your kids, you know, so yeah. stay home, stay safe and take care of your children, but like have fun, draw some pictures, keep it positive, you know, 
listen to your podcast because you're spreading positivity left and yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just, I want them just to have a good time, you know, make the best out of it. I know it's a terrible situation, but if these parents can keep their kids busy and keep their mind off of what they're going through, yeah. it's going to help them so much in the long run. Amazing. Amazing. So where can we, uh, you know, donate where, what, what's the info? How can people yes. get involved with the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation? So go to our website. It's national PCF as in pediatric cancer foundation.org. Um, you can learn about everything that's going on there. We have a virtual walk going on that you can participate in a walk slash run that you can sign up for a virtual fishing tournament. You know, we're trying to go virtual now because no one can be with one another. So we're just trying to think outside the box and awesome. um, still bring as much awareness to these kids as possible. There it is. And where, where, where can they find you at on Instagram, Twitter? So it's at pediatric cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Facebook for the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation, Twitter, it's at Pediatric Cancer as well. There it is. Everybody, listen, we need you guys to go ahead and support this foundation. Make sure that you guys are, you know, you know, donate what you can. Obviously, at the moment right now, we understand everybody is is going through the same as that thing. But if you can't, you know, donate, go ahead and at least share support that, that way. Um, share the information. The more awareness that we can get the more we can gain to go ahead and find more cures for these different cancers that are out here in the world, especially affecting our children, which are the future, guys. So please make sure you like, subscribe, comment below, share this with your mama, your daddy, (laughs) your uncle, your auntie, your sister, your brother, your stepsister, your step, I don't care, somebody, share with somebody, your your, your wife, your husband, somebody that needs this message right now, share this information. If you are uh, you know, going through pediatric cancer right now and you you don't have any um, any funding or you don't have any support, hit the National Cancer Pediatric Can- National Pediatric Cancer Foundation up and they will um, they will surely, surely guide you guys in the right direction. It's your yes. boy Kenny Clutch on another episode of the Clutch Vision Podcast. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for coming on the show. You. you know, we're gonna have to do this again and chop it up some more, you know. Listen, listen, let's let's continue to grow, let's continue to push. Um, and together, you know, we'll we'll get through this. Everybody, make sure you like, subscribe, comment below. It's your boy Kenny Clutch. Remember when we change the mind, we change the game. Peace.